0: Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and I am so happy that you are tuning in. So I've been at this online marketing thing for a long time. I've worked with thousands of students, and I've gotten pretty good at finding patterns, specifically patterns in limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that often stop promising entrepreneurs in their tracks. One common struggle I've uncovered countless times is the struggle of standing out when the online world has become so saturated. And here's the thing, it is tough to stand out. It is sometimes a struggle and it can definitely be frustrating. One student of mine asked, Amy, the online world is extremely crowded. How do you differentiate yourself from the rest so you don't get lost in the mix? Or another student asked, it's so hard to get through the beginning stage of my business. No matter how much value or quality I add, no one is paying attention. What do you do when it feels like no one cares about anything that you're doing online? Have you ever felt like this? Have you ever wondered how to stand out in a busy world and what you can do to get noticed because you have very few views on your videos, you jump on Facebook Live and nobody's paying attention, or Instagram, you hardly have any followers? If you've ever wondered this, you're not alone. It's a valid question. The reason I wanted to address this question today, though, might totally surprise you. So here goes, every single online entrepreneur that I have studied and respected over the years likely has never spent too much time pondering this question. Their minds just don't go there. They don't wonder how to stand out in a noisy online world. They just keep pushing forward. They make their own rules. They do things on their terms They are more real and gritty than most. They share the things that other people won't share. They try the things that their competitors are too scared to do, and they're fearless, so they take risks. They pave their own way, and they are not asking, how do I stand out in a noisy world? Believe me, I promise you, I have studied so many excellent, just stellar entrepreneurs That are making bank online, but more importantly, making a really big impact in all different niches. And they are not at all wondering, and they didn't even in the beginning wonder how do I stand out in a noisy world? They just plowed forward. And yes, there are a bunch of social media tricks and tips that you can test out to get noticed online. There are list building strategies you can implement, video campaigns you can launch and overall marketing funnels you can develop to break through some of the noise. That is definitely a fact, but I'm going to take a gamble and say that you don't need me to give you another tip, trick or strategy right this minute in order for you to stand out in a noisy online world. And as you know, I've given you many strategies in the 200 plus episodes on this podcast, and I hope you've taken action on many of them. In fact, I'm going to guess that you have at least 10 ideas or 10 strategies waiting for you right now that you know you just would love to implement if you just had a few more hours in the day. Can I get an amen? Amen. I'm with you. I feel the exact same way. But if you're still asking, what do you need to do to stand out in a noisy online world? Then my answer to you is to adopt the mindset of those who have never even thought about that question, but have made a huge impact in their own specific niches and with their own ideal customer avatars because they just Cloud forward. And to take that one step further, I want to encourage you to act as though you have already nailed it, as though you already own your online space, as if you are a pro, as if you're kicking butt and taking names already, even if you are not. Act as if, because that is precisely what the best of the best have done to get where they are now. And they believed it. Even when they weren't there yet, they could see that they were going to get there. They knew in their heart and in their gut, they're going to nail it. So they just acted as if. I know you love strategies and tips. I do too. The truth is that when you learn new strategies or new techniques to do this or that, it actually makes you feel in control. This is the exact same thing for me. So if I learn a new strategy and you tell me, Amy, if you do this, then you'll see these kind of results. I feel in control, like, okay, I can do this. Bring it on. I'm just going to take action. I'm going to get the results. I like that type of control. But even more important is that you have to shift your mindset or all those strategies will never really come together in the way that you want them to come together. It's all about how you think how you feel. Trust me, this is so much more important than any strategy. That's why on this podcast, I like to give you both. I like to give you those strategies and those tips and tricks that I know work. And I like to remind you that what's more important is between your two ears, what you're thinking and what you're feeling. It's what separates the winners from the losers and it's what makes or breaks a successful entrepreneur. So I thought I would spend a little time sharing with you how to shift the way you approach a noisy online world and in turn, get noticed. Okay, so I am going to give you some tools to work with. They're just gonna be a little bit different than you might have guessed, but trust me, I know where I'm taking you and I know what you can do with the information I'm going to give you here. So just stay with me here because I think it can make a huge impact and everything that you are doing online. Now before we get there, this episode is brought to you by my free masterclass, The Ultimate List Building Catch-up Plan. There's a strategy for you, my proven 3-stack system for leveraging the most powerful what's working now list building strategies without the stress or tech confusion or crazy overwhelm that often comes with building a list building platform. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash list building. If you are not yet focused on growing your email list or if you're struggling with it and you're not seeing it grow every single day, amyporterfield.com forward slash list building. Okay, so let's dive into ways to shift your mindset so that you never ever ask, how do I stand out in a noisy world? because it's not even going to be on your radar. Let's do it. Not too long ago, Marie Forleo was on my show. The episode was called How to 10X Your Results in 2018 and Beyond with 3 Dead Simple Strategies. And on that episode, Marie was talking about being a relentless MFer. I'll refrain from saying the F word in case you have kids in the car because many of you tell me that you listen during your carpool. But I think it takes a lot of guts to say you are a relentless mf'er as you build your online business. And you know what that means. It means you do whatever it takes. You push forward no matter what. And you're scared, but you do it anyway you laugh at your setbacks. I mean, maybe not initially laugh, but you get there pretty quickly and you think no matter what, I'm moving forward. I saw the best quote that is perfect for this episode. Here it is. It's okay if you fall down and lose your spark. Just make sure that when you get back up, you rise as the whole damn fire. Oh, I love that. Colette Worden wrote that. And it's true. That's what a relentless entrepreneur does. So, my strategy number one for you is that relentless entrepreneurs embody dogged determination. They rise as the whole fire after they've fallen down a few times and things haven't worked out. Again, remember that the goal of this episode is that you never ever ask again, How do I stand out in a noisy world? You just stand out. You just do what you've got to do to get to a point that people start to pay attention. I want to get that fire in you to start thinking in a different way. So the truth is, the online world is a crowded playing field. I'm not here to tell you, oh, it's not a big deal. It is. Let me give you some numbers. The number of bloggers in the United States is set to reach 31.7 million in 2020. Facebook videos have increased 360% across everyone's newsfeed. There are 500,000 active podcasts on iTunes and growing every single day. So yes, it's crowded. And guess who wins? Guess who bursts through the noise? Those that are relentless and pick themselves up every single time they fall down. And sometimes you have to get scrappy. So that means instead of worrying about how many video views you got today or how many likes on a photo on Instagram, you go grassroots. So this is another thing that some of my mentors did early on. They went grassroots. That means that each person meant something to them what a concept, right? I'm guilty of getting away from this as well. So the stuff I teach you, I need to hear. So I wanted to let you know that you and I were in this together. So that means that when you do your next Facebook live and 10 people show up, I want you to remember that those are 10 people that are trying to make their lives better. They want help from you. They're paying attention and treat them as though it were a million people. Treat them as though they really mattered. And it was very exciting for you to see them there. So give them all the love and the support you can give them because we get so caught up in the big numbers that we forget that one person is a big deal when you're just starting out. Go grassroots. And imagine if you treated them as though you were so freaking happy that they were there, they're going to come back for more go grassroots. That makes a huge difference when you're trying to stand out from all the noise. Here's one more tip. Get into your DMs. And as you are a smaller business, this is so much more manageable. Believe me, I struggle with this now that I have a bigger audience, but get into your DMs on Facebook or Instagram and answer people personally. Talk to them, have real conversations one at a time grassroots. So as a reminder, number one, relentless entrepreneurs embody dogged determination. Number two, relentless entrepreneurs close loops. Along with being determined, you have to find the one thing that you're going to commit to and you have to keep doing it. Okay. So this one sounds so simple, right? And you've heard me talk about staying focused, And I've seen it over and over again, even with some of my good friends, they're flip floppers. Let me tell you about one friend without naming names. She's building her business and she's had some traction for sure. And she's making some money, but she can't get to the next level. And she's been trying to for over a year now. She's just kind of plateaued. And the reason is she is always flip flopping. So I see her on social media. One day she'll show up on an IG story and she'll say, hey guys, do you think I should start a YouTube channel? And then she'll put up a poll, yes or no. And then she'll talk about that all day where she might get started with a YouTube channel. Here's some things that she'll do on YouTube. What do they think? All that good stuff. And then the next day she'll say, hey guys, I'm thinking about selling t-shirts with my brand new tagline on them. What do you think? Yes or no? And she does another Poll on Instagram, and then all day she talks about her t shirts, and then the next day it's something else, and instantly she's abandoned her main focus, which I know is creating her first online course. Plus, all these polls and all these questions she's asking totally dilute her brand and confuse her audience. Now she's got a bunch of open loops, but on the flip side, take my guest from last week, Caitlin Batcher. In episode 202, she focused solely on her program around Facebook groups. And for over a year, that's all she's talked about Facebook groups, Facebook groups, Facebook groups. She's gotten results, she shared her results, she's helped her students. And now she's bringing in over a million dollars a year with just one program. That's what it looks like, my friend. That's what it looks like to be a relentless entrepreneur. That closes loops. I think this is also one of my superpowers. We all have one or two, right? And I definitely close loops before I open new ones. And that's exactly what Caitlin does as well. And her results prove it. Now, here's a little side note. If you're looking to grow your team, that's a topic I'm going to be talking about more and more as you grow inside of your business and you want to add more people. When you do not close loops, you really break down the morale of your team. It is very frustrating to them and they stop trusting you. They know that if I get started on this, you're just gonna stop me and go on into something new. So why even give it my all? So if you're looking to build a small but mighty team like I have now, you have to be a loop closer. (laughs) You have to be relentless with this because it doesn't only just affect you, it affects your audience and it confuses them, but it also affects this team that you're working so hard to build. Keep that in mind. So if you feel that no one is listening or no one is watching, get really honest with yourself and ask yourself, am I a flip-flopper. That is an official term in the dictionary, I think. Am I a flip-flopper? Do you change ideas and projects as much as you change your undies? Are you a master at consistency or does that word feel so out of reach for you right now? And you know what consistency looks like. You know that showing up every single week, certain time, certain day, and doing your Facebook Lives proves that you're being consistent. You know that if you are blogging once a week or getting your podcast live once a week, you are being consistent. And you choose a few different things to show up and be consistent with. And then you just drill down on that one project, like creating your course or building out the mastermind you want to sell or putting together your group coaching or whatever it might be. One project at a time, close the loops. Closing loops breaks through the noise. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Okay, this one's a short one because I've talked about this one a bunch, but number three is relentless entrepreneurs blaze their own paths. But I have a caveat to this one. There are so many avenues for exposure these days. It's insane. There are so many different things you can do to break through the noise. And I want you to continue to model the best while you blaze your own path to break through the noise. So those kind of feel like they contradict each other, model the best and blaze your own path. And I wanted to bring it up here because a relentless entrepreneur knows how to do both. So let me tell you what I mean here. I have a few mentors that I believe in and that I follow. You all know this. I've named many of them on this show and I have studied them. I have learned how they've built their business. I've studied their business model. I've watched them through their list building campaigns and their video campaigns and how they use social and how they talk to their audience inside of their email campaigns. I have studied it all. And I model those that I think are doing it right and those that really resonate with me most. But that's where it stops. I model how they're doing it in terms of big picture, but then I hone in on my own voice. I then tell my own stories. I then do it on my terms. And I really do think that relentless entrepreneurs know how to do both. They know how to model the best, but then put their own spin on things. So it never seems like I'm copying somebody. Like if you look at my Branding and my stories, and the way I do videos, it looks dramatically different than Marie Forleo, right? And you all know she's one of my mentors. I mean, hers are way more polished. She's a whole different beast than I am. Like, we are so polar opposites in how we deliver content and how we show up on video and all that stuff. No one's better or worse than the other. I mean, she's a bigger brand than me, but you get what I'm saying. However, I totally modeled her big picture of how she's built her business. How I do business is very similar in terms of how she does business when you look at the big picture. But we have very different brands, very different voices. We're just different in how we do things. And that's exactly what I want for you as well. Go find your mentors, study them like a hawk, but then pave your own Way. Blaze that path in a way that feels really good for you. Because if you are a copycat, you will get stuck in the noise. I promise you, you're just going to be like everybody else. But those that blaze their own path built on strategies that work without reinventing the wheel, that's the whole idea of modeling the best. You're not reinventing the wheel, you're just doing it your own way. That's how you quickly move from a noisy world to one where people are actually listening something to think about. And then finally, number four, relentless entrepreneurs tell true stories about themselves. Now I had to say true stories here because I use the word gritty a lot. And that's what I'm noticing with the entrepreneurs that are really making a difference in this world. And I've talked about this already. They are the ones that are telling the true stories. And I want to push myself to do this more and more because I feel that if I tell my true stories, which Tend not to be super sexy or attractive and kind of embarrassing or just kind of scary for me to tell. If I do it more on this show, you're going to do it more with your audience. And that's what I want. I think the world needs more of those gritty, real, honest stories. And all relentless entrepreneurs know how to tell a real, true, gritty story about themselves. One that doesn't make them look amazing. One that doesn't make them look better than the next person, but actually makes them more human, more real. So of course I did this with my weight episode. It was funny. I was at a live event, Social Media Marketing World, not too long ago, and everyone that came up to me, I shouldn't say everyone, 90% of those that came up to me referenced that one podcast episode. Of all the strategies and techniques that I've taught on this show, all the mini trainings walking you through step by step by step. That's the episode that people bring up. If that's not proof that real gritty stories break through the noise, then I don't know what else is. So when was the last time you told a real, true, gritty story? Ask yourself, when was the last time you did that? And then don't just stop there, but do it over and over and over again. And I'm going to start doing the same. It is a scary thing, but it is so important. I'm talking about stories related to the messy middle. The true confessions, the behind the scenes, all the human stuff that leads to why the work stuff becomes so important. And here's one distinction I want to make about the true gritty stories around the messy stuff. There's two ways to do it, and I think we need to do both. The first way is to talk about when you're in it. And I think you limit this as a leader, as somebody pushing forward. You talk about the messy stuff as you're in it because you don't have any solutions or any way out just yet, but you're moving toward it and you just wanted to be honest about it. So that's one way to tell a story that is incredibly powerful. And I've seen many leaders do it, but you don't want to just share stories like that because then it feels as though you are not elevating your audience and helping them move forward. So you also want to share the stories of the messy and how you came through it and what you did and how you're working on it and give those tips and insights to help your audience move through it as well. I think both of them are powerful and both of them are needed because imagine if I showed up here every week and told you about all the hard stuff with no end in sight and no light at the end of the tunnel then it would feel like, okay, thanks, Amy, for depressing me, but not helping me see how I might move out of it if I'm struggling with it too. Again, those stories sometimes are okay, as long as you keep sharing them to show that you're actually getting to the other side. But I think those stories and the stories of, hey, this is what it looked like, and this is what I did about it, both of them are needed, and both of them are powerful. I don't think anyone explains it that way, and I just wanted to share with you my insight because if my mentors came on their podcast every day and just told me about the messiness and didn't share with me how they're moving through it or what they're going to do about it, I'd feel very like, blah, like, oh, thanks for nothing. Yes, I want to relate to them. Yes, they're more real, but I also look up to them. And so I think that's important to add that element of here's what I'm doing to move past it, or here's what I've done to get the results when I was in that messy place. I don't know. Just something to think about. I just wanted to be open and real with you about my view of sharing all of those stories. So there you have it. I'm going to review them one more time so you hear what a relentless entrepreneur truly does to break out from a very noisy online world. Number one, a relentless entrepreneur embodies dogged determination. I read you that awesome quote. I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. Number two, relentless entrepreneurs close loops. Number three, relentless entrepreneurs blaze their own paths while still modeling the best, and number four, relentless entrepreneurs tell true stories about themselves. So there you have it. I know this episode was probably a little bit different than you expected. And next week, I'll get back to the tips, strategies, and techniques to help you build your online business. I'm never going to abandon those. I love them. Again, I feel like they give us that control that we're looking for in order to keep things moving forward. But don't forget the mindset stuff, the limiting beliefs, the shifts in how we think are way more important than the tips, strategies, and techniques that you can implement into your own business. The final thing I want to remind you, and I think this is another relentless entrepreneur kind of thing, you've got to remember that it's not a sprint. Relentless entrepreneurs know that it's like a 100 marathons over a long period of time. They know that they're not going to get to where they want to get tomorrow, so they're willing to just keep at it. And that's one more thing I want to remind you. The world is very lucky to have you, so you've got to keep showing up. Okay, guys, thanks so much for being here. I am one lucky girl to be able to share all these thoughts and mindset shifts and and busting through those limiting beliefs with you. So I need this lesson just as much as you might need it. So thanks for being here. I can't wait to see you again next week. Until then, have an amazing week and I'll see you soon. Bye for now.